guess who's back in the motherfucking house? It is season four, season premiere of Who That Rises Up, Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. We are back. Super excited to be back. It was way too long to be away from my lovely sporties. Uh, again, of course, you know, I am Kenny Ray. I'm here with my good sister, Glenn Reeves. How excited are you right now? Bitch, I was about to do the twerking later. Then I realized that's not our song. We can't play it and fuck around and go jail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we ain't got no coins like that yet. Right, so we no. <laughs> we ain't got no coins against the City Girls, honey. We ain't got no coins against the City Girls. But I'm going to shake what my mama gave me, honey. Bitch, I am excited. Yeah. Y'all let free agency start and baseball run back. Oh, bitch, it's time. And March Madness is here. Um, it's real mm-hmm. cute. It's NBA real cute. Like, yeah, it's looking real good right now. It's and, uh, and, look, and, and you football hoes have lost your motherfucking minds, if I do say so myself. No, not just yourself. <laughs> look, you motherfuckers around <laughs> going, look, you motherfuckers around here signing contracts like baseball stars. I said, what in the fuck is happening? Ain't so, making that kind of coin. Well, you know, you, we just got to the end of the free, free agency, and but. Uh, of course, we'll get into it later, but the quarterback right. character has been off the chain, all, all kinds of moves. You saw Von Miller is leaving for Buffalo. No, uh, I, I <laughs> listen, that threw me for a loop. We'll talk about that in a bit, but that yeah. threw me for a fucking loop. Collecting rings, like that's what that means. He's on a tour, I guess, at this point. No. He's a bit, collect these <laughs> coins and go sit down. All right. That's, that foolish is a Randy Gregory uh, gooping the, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Baby, that shit was funny. I said, girl, they got you. Dallas Cowboys trash. They ain't, they ain't got no shit. <laughs> that, that tickled me. That tickled me a lot. <laughs> he said, girl, you remember that part in Coming to America? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. He said, ah, bitches, I got you. Ooh, he fine. Um, <laughs> sorry, you know, the first, so in other news, really quickly, the first four, you know, is basketball is on, and the college that boy on the Rutgers team show is fine. Anyway, uh, but yeah, yes, I don't that told was the, you about, like, I don't told you about looking at these damn kids like that. <laughs> Girl, you know they don't make them. They don't make them like they used to make them back when we was good. These kids like they got they got beards and mustaches and shit. And and ooh, hey, Gio, he's a senior, which means he's about 21. 21, 22. He's still undercooked. I don't like your tone. I really still, don't. look. You got to base him a little bit. Like, <laughs> ain't you got to move to Pittsburgh? You want to talk shit? Ain't you got to move to Pittsburgh? <laughs> Listen, I guess I would like already order my Pittsburgh jersey. <laughs> shit. Ain't you got the move to Pittsburgh talking shit? I know. He called and talked to me before he made that decision. I was like, that's all right, baby. I support you. Yeah, I'm not coming, girl. Y'all going to have to call me when y'all make the playoffs and go somewhere warm. I ain't going to be able to do it. You know that ain't gonna happen, but anyway, that, that well, boy, but I, like I said, we're talking about Mr. Bridget, we'll talk about him too. So, right, <laughs> so let's get to it. Has been a minute, it has been a minute, there's been a lot of action, but but children, we are going to get back into baby daddies of the week. I got enough to at least for the next three weeks, but these three motherfuckers this week, all right. <laughs> well, first of all, we're gonna start with. My one of my favorites. Um, I I'm kind of torn and I'm kind of upset at the same time, but I do understand, and here's why. Let's mm-hmm. start off with our Atlanta favorite, 
Um, of course, we've now won a World Series, and we have basketball is back. They've signed the CBA, motherfucker signing checks like they they running out. They getting ready to last year to play, honey. We ain't playing no more after this. Um, but we're talking about twelve years in first baseman of the Atlanta Braves, Freddie Freeman, who has penned his goodbye letter today. Um, now, did I expect it? Eh, no, I didn't. I thought, you know. Anthopolis was going to do his thing. Um, but here's where I now understand it. After I delved a little bit more into it, I love Freddie Freeman. Every bitch knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I was watching MLB tonight, you know, bitch, I turned on, a, you know, I turned on something other than ESPN. It was a shocker to me. Um, but one of the commentators had a very good thing. Anthopolis isn't stupid. Why he said they will give you five years, but why would I give you the six year? And at that point, you will be thirty nine years old. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. At that point, who knows what will happen? And and we've seen, i.e., Bryce Harper. Um, we've seen that this time and time again. Yes, we've seen where you in your first two years you rocking shit out, even maybe your third. But when it gets down to your fourth and you like 34, 35, shit like that, you start to slow down. And mm-hmm. I understand it. Was I, I was upset at first because I was like, fuck, it's Freddie Freeman. You know, this boy been with Atlanta 12 years. Um, whole nine yards. And then they went out and got Matt Olson, first baseman of the Oakland A's. And I was just like, you know mm-hmm. what? Motherfucker's a beast. I'm not mad. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Then they turned around and went and gave Eddie Rosario. So the thing was, okay, so fuck it. We ain't giving Freddie no money. Let's go give it to other people that are still out there that can add pieces and not just this one person. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if we give Freddie $150 million, bitch, we ain't got nothing left. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, then, because this is, you know, baseball is famously a non-salary capped league, um, <clears throat> there has been this ridiculous trend for well over a decade now, maybe even longer, of veteran players at the end of their career inking these huge long-term contracts that very rarely, frankly, I can't think of one that lived up to it. No. Um, and it's mainly because they can, because baseball teams will pay. Um, and you you brought up Bryce Harper. He's probably the most recent uh, uh, you know, example of that. But yeah, I, I, what comes to mind is Robinson Cano went to Seattle and did nothing after that. Um, you know, Albert Pujols in his last contract, like that was a that was a dumpster fire. So. As as emotional and 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 uh, and the emotional tie that Freddie Freeman has to the Atlanta and the fan base here, this was actually I can I can say a smart thing to do once Absolutely. I saw they, once I saw that they picked up Matt Olson, it was like okay, it, Freddie we Freeman. Do it. We, there wasn't a if you can agree with me, there wasn't a drop off in what will be first base. No. And I think that, and also I think it was smart of them, smart of them to stay young because that's what got us to the like you know promised land last year, right? Um, because you know, they gave Matt energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, Thanks. exactly. So I think that this is, I think that this is a a, a new approach 
that seems to be working that you don't really see in baseball. You see more of like the L.A. Dodgers and the Yankees who just go and outspend everybody and, and, and pay to basically pilfer everybody's superstars and, and build super teams. But I think what we saw last year with the Braves is that, you know, there is something to be said about youth and energy. Um, and I, I'm here for it. I like it. And like, like I, like I paid attention to Anthopolis ain't stupid. Like, let me go and trade off and get some of the pieces that matter. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Let me go out and get some young boys. Eddie Rosario still in his late 20. They, they're probably going to get Jorge Soleil back. Um, things like that. And I and they gave Acuna, Matt, Acuna, you know, Ronald Acuna, and Ronald, you know, Ronald every other day is screaming, I'm back in like all capital letters at the batting cages. So you got to pay Ozzy next year. You get what I'm saying? We got to pay Ozzy next year. We, if we keep in Dansby, we got to do that. So I think in this move, it was very well thought out because we got to think about going forward because the, the t- what's that statement? When now think about it later, the, the Braves are in a win now thing. Yeah. They're yeah, in a mode of that. I agree. Well, I was afraid of, and I, that I don't see what's happening. What my fear was that they were going to revert back to just inking this world series year for the profit, sell off all the expensive players and just go back to rebuilding, which we saw uh, like that famously the Florida Marlins did, and they've never been the same now the Miami Marlins. And they just continue to keep selling off their assets because they don't want to pay them. They just rather make right. money off the team. Um, and I don't see that happening here. I think this was thought out, competitive, strategic decisions, and I'm happy for it. Yeah, I and and now the Freddie Freeman sweepstakes are on, and I there are five teams. The Yankees are now out, so I'm sorry, there's four. They're the Padres, the um the Dodgers, of course, the the uh uh what's that team over in um Cincinnati's one of them. And there's one more. But let me say this. First of all, Matt Olson got an extension of five years, $136 million. But, okay, I'll bite because that's what you were probably going to give Freddie any goddamn way. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most of that is in signing bonuses and shit like that. But Anthopolis ain't stupid either. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what I want to say. Granted, like, Freddie Freeman has brought that team. He has stuck with them from beginning to end. Um, glad he was able to give himself a, a, a championship ring out of that. My hope and this is just my hope, and I, it's Freddie Freeman, and I doubt it will happen, but we've seen it happen, as we've said, time and time again. Bryce Hopper, all of them boys, remember when all of them boys, when Bryce left to go to Philly, and all them boys ran their ass, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, Aaron mm-hmm. Nola, all them boys ran their ass to Philly, and guess what? Ain't nobody got no ring. <laughs> I, don't see that that I don't see that happening. Here. But no, what I'm saying is, I'm hoping that he doesn't not so much fall off but this, whatever decision he makes will be a good one. Now, he's from Cali. He's a Cali boy. So, you know. He's hey, gonna, you know that, that just cuts to the chase. He's going to go to the Dodgers. Yeah. San, San Diego Padres are famous for, they're not going to pay players. It's, it is a They've already bred Fernando Tatis, and he's out for six months due to a broken wrist. Right. I about to say it was a miracle that they paid him. Um, which, but it made more sense. It made more sense to pay him and, and lock him down because he's still young and in his prime. 
Um, but they're not, they're not, they're famously not a team that's going to go out and pay a bunch of money in free agency. That's just not the way that they do. Um, the Dodgers, that's all they do. So, uh, I would be, if I'm a betting man, he's going to go to the Dodgers. Oh, I, okay. And you know what? I, I don't put it past them, you know, a chance to run into his boys all over again in Atlanta. Um, but let me make this very clear, Atlanta Braves fans. Your boys are not falling off. Don't think they're not. They've added two uh, relief pitchers that are – I looked at their stats, looked at what they've done. They're some beasts. You know, you're getting you're getting some people back. So don't think that they're coming on the end. Um, Jocktober is gone the day he signed with San Francisco. But let me say this. Freddie Freeman, we love you. I will always watch you. Now, will I become a Dodgers fan? Absolutely not. That's not happening. Yeah, you caveat being you cool with me unless you sign with the Yankees. And if you do that, then you know. <laughs> True. Look, <laughs> you you blonde haired blue eyed family. You're basically, yeah, you're basically dead to me. If you right. <laughs> you look, your blonde haired blue eyed family is made for LA. Let's just be honest. Right. <laughs> your blonde haired blue eyed family is made for LA and and big ups to you. Um so we wish you well. Thank you for getting us, uh, helping us get to our world championship, making it do what it do. Um, hopefully we'll see you in the National League Championship and make it count. Because um, I'm still a Braves fan. I don't give a fuck what y'all tell me. Freddie Freeman or no Freddie Freeman. And Matt Olson ain't not, Look, he's still a sugar candy to look at, honey. I ain't mad. <laughs> Let me take a Shit. look. I don't, I don't think I know what it looks like. I had to look him up because I was like, who the fuck is that band? And then I watched him hit the home runs with that big, that, that power booty. I said, oh, praise him. <laughs> <laughs> Bless the Lord, children. Um, oh, he is good looking, right? Little rugged, you know. He and he's, he's from he's, Atlanta. You get what I'm saying? He's left-handed too. That's good. Yeah, and he's come and he's very excited to come home. They interviewed him right when he learned about the trade. Um, now, moving quite along, this has been a very interesting weekend. The quarterback carousel, honey. But we're gonna talk about two. Um, one being. You know, I'm saying, you know, I always save the best for last. So we're going to talk about the mid right now. Um, that is the frenzy of the Deshaun Watson, who, let's just be realistic, he will be the former quarterback of the Houston Texans. Yeah. Um, he has taken meetings with three teams now because he actually called the Atlanta Falcons and because he has ties there and blah, blah, blah. And He's from Atlanta. Yeah. Huh? He's from Atlanta. Right. He's had ties, you know, so he's called them and said, hey, listen, I'm I'm out here. You what you want to do. So it's between the Saints, the Panthers and the Falcons. Now. I'm going to tell you there's what been, I know. Now, there, you, know, you know, there's been some talk about Cleveland. Yeah, because they trying to run Baker out of town. Oh, they, <laughs> they, they are running Baker out of town. We'll talk about that later. But yes, but there's been talk about Cleveland, too. So what I've. What I've seen is the top contender right now are the New Orleans Saints. Now, I'm going to tell you what ESPN said. I'm going to tell you what Adam Shifter said and everybody else. If you told me, and Dennis Allen is doing what he – because, you know, Sean Payton wasn't high on Deshaun Watson. He didn't give a shit. You know, Sean mm -hmm. said, that ain't my shit. But, like they said, if you were a Deshaun Watson and you've been clear, heaven forbids, with you know what the NFL would do, but let's think, let's just go on and say you'll get a hefty fine, no suspensions, whatever the case may be. But if I was the New Orleans Saints or any other team that says I, you will have the chance to have Deshaun Watson, I will give up what I need to in order to get him. 
the Saints are willing to give up first round pick this year and second this year, first and second next year, first and second next year. Now, does that make me a little nervous? Yes. But the frenzy that comes along with Deshaun Watson, who is a still a star quarterback, I'm here for it. Uh, I don't I, – I think that the door has been open for – let me uh, let me back up. The NFL is not going to punish him because he's it, – it's already, you know, it's already been decided. The grand jury did not hand down any indictments, so he's not going to face any criminal charges. What is what is remaining is the civil cases, um, but that's those are civil matters. So odds are, short of them actually going to trial, and if they do, that would be years from now. Um, they're settled. I'm sure there would be NDA signed. There would be confidentiality clauses and any release that this is Mama putting on, you know, professional lawyer hat. There would be releases involved. It, it, ironclad ones in any settlement that he reaches, which would right. likely be that would be the smart thing to do. What I would do if, if I was his lawyer was basically try to get all of these things, all these people in one room, put together a biggest pot of money you can and let them negotiate and fight it out, settle all of them and just be done with it. That's what's probably going to happen We'll likely never hear anything, any of the specifics of specifics about these allegations outside of the stuff that is public from the criminal investigation and things that, that have to be out there. But in that, like I, I, as far as the, the NFL handing down any kind of punishment, you know how they are. They, they only they only are going to act when they have to. When to they have they. to. And that would only be in the face of criminal charges. They're not going to get involved based on civil matters. Moreover, because we're just not going to hear anything about it. So, mm -hmm. very think, true. You know, now the PR nightmare that you have to, uh, you know, navigate—that's a different thing. But you know, the way that the world is, for better or for worse, you know, I don't make the rules; I just live here. Is <laughs> 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 that, that wherever he goes, if he plays well, people have a very short-term memory when it comes to those things. Oh so, yeah, definitely. But they were saying, you know. With Calvin Ridley out for the year and who to in Atlanta, because they were like, even though he's from there, you know, he reached out to them. Who is there to throw to? I said, oh, well, that's valid. You know, that, that is valid. You still got, we still got to contend with the Matt Ryan contract as well. Well, they were uh, saying that what they, they were talking about a whole lot of shit with that. I don't remember the logistics, but they were saying that, this is like that, almost similar to your days are numbered. We just letting you know we looking elsewhere. You, you, after about another year or two, you are no longer the answer. If it happens to be this year, well, we just gonna have to say it happens to be this year. Um, so you being nice about it because what I would have done is set his ass down and be like, listen, <laughs> you and I <laughs> both know. You and I both know this is your last year, and the only reason is because we fucked around and paid you when we shouldn't have. So yes, we are looking for your replacement. Yes, you should start looking, looking for alternatives of what you want to do unless you want to be an expensive backup after this year. But, you know, the clock is ticking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but for the time being, they still have to pay him this one this year. We talked about this in season two. I remember that. We're stuck with him for two years because of that contract. That's the only reason why they didn't go out and try to get somebody last year. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I think this is a situation where they would rather try to go out go out and get somebody who is 
who is still pretty much in his prime and is proven rather than going through that gauntlet of you know, a Russian roulette of sorts of trying to draft a quarterback and hoping that they become elite. Um, which, you know, I don't blame them. I would love to see him come here. I know for a fact that the people would go crazy for him if he came. Oh, um, do you know how, how much of a frenzy folks would go after? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, the people like people will really be energized and excited about the Falcons if he comes here. But as you've aptly point out, unfortunately, the harsh reality is that, yes, the Saints do have a better team and culture to surround him with now than the Falcons do. Um, and that's just, you know, the harsh reality of what it is. Now, as far as like, you know, having, you know, we all know about the Calvin Ridley thing and he's out for the season. Um, and, and I never, I never really saw him as a number one anyway. I mean, yeah, he's a speedy guy, takes the top off the defense, but I, have, I mean, he's not, you know, elite. However, that being said, you know, talented receivers come are not hard to come by these days and they can retool in the draft and find people and get them for cheap. Um, and so I don't necessarily think that is the big, the, uh, a big issue. Do they have anybody to protect him is my problem. Mm-hmm. The last thing he needs in another situation, like he dealt with his whole career in Houston, where he's running for his life and suffering like, you know, broken ribs and shit like that. I don't, I don't want, you know, I, I don't, we don't need to see that. So I don't know. We'll see. I, 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 I really feel like the Falcons have a lot of, of, of uh, um, cap magic that they have to make happen if this is going to be a possibility. But I really, really feel like Arthur Blank is the driving force behind this. And I think if Arthur wants it to happen, there's a possibility that he can. That it will. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina, I'm just going to say this. Y'all got Matt Rule, and I feel like, and I just, he, you know, he has to sign off on this trade, and Carolina still may have a chance. But y'all just spent all that money for goddamn Sam Donald. Yeah, no, they're, 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 I think they're going to stick with Sam Donald, and 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 then, they might fire Matt Rule's ass. <laughs> that too, I, they might. But I think they're going to stick with Sam Donald, and 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 and, and you know, I don't know Matt Rule. I mean, he uh, he's on a, he's definitely on the hot seat. But I think they'll they'll shoot for a draft for a draft a draft a quarterback. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. They're, I think they'll stick with Sam Donald for one more year. Um, hope for the best, which is you know a lot with Sam Donald. And, right, pray <laughs> on it. Don't he look like a Lego man? <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. You talk, you talk about jawline. He looks like he just like munches on people's femurs. Like, <laughs> look. Agreed. I just Lord have mercy. Um, I feel like his whole mouth is full of molars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> not molars. It's a bunch of molars. Like, just, just they just like, all fill in. <laughs> like I could just see him like eating like like just you know raw wheat and and, and bamboo and shit. <laughs> just, Listen, not just chewing on gnawing on sugar cane and shit. Uh, Lord have mercy. Look, Lord have mercy. Um, but yeah, I ultimately think it's gonna come down to the Saints and um the Falcons. What he's gonna do may not happen till dra- uh, draft day, but it may. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. But I ultimately think that, like I said, if he hits in New Orleans with the Alvin Kamara and the Michael Thomas and, you know, the Saints are looking at Jarvis Landry and shit like that, I, oof. It would be, I will say, as an objective football fan, it would be very interesting to see the NF South 
with a Deshaun Watson led New Orleans Saints and Tom Brady coming back with the Buccaneers and see them duke it out. We, I was going to talk about that, but I want to say something real quick. Giselle must be in the she must be in Brazil somewhere, and she ain't gonna have no TV. She don't must don't have no phone because this is some bullshit. But but children. I got plenty to say about that. We'll talk about that later then. Cause I can- right. <laughs> but there's a rumor out there that Tom does not no longer wants to play in Tampa. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Well, Bruce Arians now made it very clear. If you <laughs> if you come back, you're not playing for anybody but Tampa. And they do have the leverage in that one. So he can't force his way out. So no, he can't. He's the Tampa or bus. So he will be a Buccaneer. Now he may not want to be there, um, but sucks for you. <laughs> Sorry about it. Uh, um, on to the last third and last baby daddy. As we come oh, back yeah. to season, oh, as yeah. we come back to season four, this woman here, I just, I just don't know what to say about her. But amen. Bless you can't, see, you can't see her right now, but I'm taking a knee to my queen. <laughs> Baby, that woman has that woman has literally gave the NFL and the Green Bay Packers her entire ass to kiss and said, pay me, and I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> Jordan Love, all I got to say is Jordan Love, baby, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just... That poor baby, like, I can't imagine... <laughs> He must walk up in that damn locker in that in that facility every day with a hoodie on and dark sunglasses. Whoever got his own little corner to sit there, don't talk to nobody. <laughs> just like <laughs> I feel like he just want to punch time in the face just one fucking time to get it out of his system. <laughs> you motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> look, knowing look, like knowing our queen, he probably dared him too. Right. <laughs> For those of you that are that have not turned on the television in the last seven days. She has decided that returning to the Green Bay Packers is her best bet. That is what she's going to do for, to the tune of the next four years of $120 million. $150 million. Oh, girl. my bad. $150 million. $50 million. He said, he said, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> now, we all know throughout the course of the season, she has, she has made it known that Green Bay is no longer the answer. I don't know what has happened behind closed doors. I don't know who she had to bend over and, and take it from. I, I I don't. Oh, give it to, should I say. You should say give it to, because let me tell you <laughs> that you know that they were begging. I'm talking about begging. They probably said they probably watched them, them big ass feet that he put up in that, in the camera, his gay ass. Let me stop. Allegedly. That's, that was too much, but <laughs> right. No, they were begging him. They knew the minute Aaron left, there was no more Green Bay Packers to the playoffs. They knew that. <laughs> they knew that. So, first of all, let me say, Green I saw it. It happened, baby. I knew it was. Y'all talking all that yang and blah, blah, blah. Um, Aaron said, watch this. She okay. had her leverage. And the minute she said she wasn't going to Denver, I knew that it was down to Green Bay and Green Bay. I thought that Pittsburgh may have been a viable option. However, when I started looking at it, 
you know, Pittsburgh has to contend with a much tougher division. Let's just be honest with you. Like, the NFC North, they do. Dumpster, it's a dumpster fire. They're like, so, I mean, it's like a cakewalk for him to, to run through that division and get himself in the playoffs and possibly, you know, put himself in a position for a bye or a number one seed or something along those lines. Whereas if he goes to, say, like, a, you know, a Pittsburgh You've got Joe Burrow and Bengals. You got to deal with uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and then the AFC at large. You still got to go through um, Buffalo, who, as we said, just you know, just signed Von Miller. On top of the fact that Josh Allen seems to be improving every single year, um, Pat Mahomes is still Pat Mahomes. Um, the Chargers just signed Khalil Mack, and of course, Justin Herbert is only going to continue to get better. We still, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's the Broncos now are going to be a contender uh, with, with Russell Wilson. I'm sure we'll touch on that in a bit too. Um, so it's just a much, it's just a much harder road to get to the Super Bowl if he had gone anywhere else. And I think that was one of the driving forces behind him staying in Green Bay. Very true. And, um, but the only problem now is, and I'm sure we'll get to it, is Devontae Adams. So we will yep. – that's yep. going to be a problem, and they know they are. Right. Um, they got him on the franchise tag right now, but he already said he's not going to play on the franchise yeah, tag. Yeah, he said, I'm not doing that bullshit. I don't – I don't know what the fuck y'all doing, but I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, y'all can kick rocks. I'm not about to do that. Uh, so – Huh? I don't blame him. No, I don't. You just gave that motherfucker 150 million dollars. I mean, I ain't know Aaron Rodgers, but that I'm his favorite target. What the fuck I get? Look, you got me playing up here in motherfucking Green Bay, and it's goddamn cold and frozen. <laughs> and I'm yeah. something like this. You better pay me, right? <laughs> you motherfuckers. Um, so I understand it. You get what I'm saying? Definitely, I understand it. Um, but as I said, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. But to Aaron Rodgers. Hey, bitch, go up and show up and show out because I know you all. You you got $150 million fucking dollars. Yeah. Now the test will be you have to get Green Bay to a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, a lot of people are picking them as an early favorite from the NFC already. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the opportunity is there. I mean, you know, the Rams are still around. You know, he's still, you know, depending on what happens with you know, New Orleans and, te- you know, Tampa Tom is back. But, you know, they, a lot of people, they were picking them. I mean, they've done they've done it. They've done a good job on their circumstances because the way they structure the contract, it's not going to be as big of a cap hit this year as they anticipated. Right. I, mean, I think I think originally of that 150 million, it was going to be forty six point one million, but they restructured it. So it's only a 22 million cap hit where it was going to be 46. So that frees up a lot of space, you know, a lot of cap room to be able to keep, you know, a lot of their, a lot of those, you know, those, those weapons and things. That As they I need. said again, we still yeah. playing with Devonte Adams. Ass, and right. he, like I said, hand about that bullshit. Yeah. Y'all not, not to be, to, yeah, to be determined because it really does. I, I think a lot of it's going to hinge on what happens with him. So we'll keep our eyes peeled on that one. So, I mean, look, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, Now, ladies and gentlemen, as we move into, it has been a, it has been a very football frenzy of sorts for the 
um, NFL. But first of all, let me just say this. I want a bitch to look at Sierra when they arrived in Denver today and took <laughs> their photos. <laughs> Baby, listen, children. I ain't even mad. I listen. I ain't even mad. She Sierra, had a hundred- Sierra's goals. She is goals. Like you know, if you uh, all these bitches looking up to like <laughs> that was strong, but you know, y'all y'all know I say that with love. But you know, looking up to like the Kardashians and whoever else you need social media mavens that they be into or whatever. But you need to look at Sierra. Because what that she part. did was, what she did was, she got a taste of life with future. Gave him one baby and was like, you know what? No. <laughs> Look, you know what, pimpin? No, thank you. Mm-mm. No, no. What I'm not gonna do is this. Like, I'm gonna go find me a good God fearing man that's still fine and making money, and we're just gonna make a bunch of babies, and I'm just gonna live my best life. And that is exactly what Sierra is doing, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Look, Kenny, let me go on and get my Jesus on and find me a man that love the Lord. And that's what we getting ready to do. Yeah, I'm not looking. All she did was stay fine and give him passion fruit when he wanted. And, <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, we have three babies, and he and he he was begging her for one more. Listen, children. But today she was in her good orange suit, baby. I said, well, I'll be damned. Let me, let me look at look me look this up because I didn't it's, see it. Go to Russell's Instagram. You'll find it on his Instagram faster. Okay. Dangerous Russ, I think it's called. I got it. Hold on one second. Let's see here. Dangerous. Okay, got the nerd to have the babies in the pictures. Right, everybody got helmets. Everybody carrying the helmet. We got it. I know that's right. <laughs> that's right. I know Future said, is that my damn baby? Yeah, Nick, that's yours. <laughs> we'll be living in Denver, Colorado. Child, please, future baby already calling Russell Wilson daddy. Like that's that ain't your child no more. <laughs> baby, listen. When your oh. husband is Russell Wilson, bitch, we ain't gotta release the album. We just gonna release Level Up and other shit like that and run around town. And... Listen, children, I am not mad at her. I am not mad at her. She said oh, I'm an Atlanta girl, but my, I'm gonna make this work for me. I know, and right. and she still is worth a pretty coin. Don't let's not get that twisted. Mm-hmm. That woman still is worth. Look, I'm about to look it up right now, just so I can, so y'all can understand. Sierra, <laughs> she said, but I also have three babies under the age of ten. Leave it if you want to. <laughs> you love the Lord, but we'll make sure you understand. I know the devil. <laughs> Play with it if you want to. She is worth a cool sixty million dollars. I ain't mad at her. No stretch of the amount. And on on that note, too, again, like you said, leave her if you want to. She's still from Atlanta. And I'm not talking about, like, kind of Atlanta. Like, I'm here to tell you, I remember Sierra before, you know, all the one-two step and all that stuff. Sierra is from Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) She will will have her – look, the goody mob and all – and my folks will burn your shit down. Keep playing. Um keep praying and loving the Lord is all I'm going to tell you bro okay. um, but that trade to me I was first of all I was kind of shocked but when Aaron Rodgers said he wasn't going then I was like okay that move they pulled the trigger right after that you get what I'm saying well I knew that Denver was aggressively trying to go after a veteran that they could win now with because 
they've got a very talented team. And yes, they do have to trade trade away some of their assets to get him, but I think it's completely worth it. I mean, look at the look out, look how many games they won with Teddy Bridgewater and how limited he was. You know, and like, you know, okay, so Seattle, great. You went from Russell Wilson to Drew Locke. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, <laughs> bless him. <laughs> Look, bless him, I guess. I don't know how that was supposed to go over well, but I mean, y'all right. did y'all thing. Right, that made sense. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that sounded like a, a, a upper echelon move. Nope, it didn't. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do today? <laughs> you know I'm gonna go out and trade for Drew Lock. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be my starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in Seattle scratching their fucking head right now, going, "What in the fuck just happened?" I know they are. Listen, like that 13 man go. They're gonna need all the help they can get. This shit. <laughs> they're gonna need everybody in Seattle to turn on their TVs for this one. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Who Jesus that tickled my spirit just now? Um, speaking of a, a well-paid backup, Teddy Bridgewater is taking his talents to the Miami Dolphins to back up to a talk of law. Oh, huh. child. Well, I mean, you know, good for Teddy. He's still getting a paycheck. I like him. Teddy said, you Teddy said, fuck this. I'm tired of trying to find a team to start with. I'm just going to go be somebody's backup and prayfully somebody will give me a job sooner or later. But I'm collecting set $10 million and going about my business. Well, I mean, you know, he's just destined to be an NFL journeyman. That's his, that's his story. But, he, you know, he makes the best out of every situation he's been put in. He wants to deal with the coins off it. Fuck. Right. And he, he won in New Orleans. He won in Carolina. He won in Denver. You know, like two it don't stay healthy, so he'll be playing at some point. Right. <laughs> so it ain't look, bitch, I ain't mad. I just was saying. Yeah. Um Oh, but let's everyone take a moment by your heads. Cause our dear sister's boyfriend and concubine and love interest is now, ladies and gentlemen, oh. he has gotten a start. He has paid his dues to standing on the sideline looking thick and, and scrumptious. Mm-hmm. He has paid his dues in Buffalo in the cold weather. He has decided that he, they, Pittsburgh has decided, guess what, Mitch? We can make something out of you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mitch Trubisky is now the starting quarterback of the now the Ben Roethlisberger era is over in Pittsburgh. Huh. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I just, I, this is one of those few times where I don't know how to feel about that situation. Because it is very true that, you know, Mitch Trubisky is a very athletic quarterback. He adds a dynamic that Ben Roethlisberger lost a long time ago. Um, But, you know, his arm is very limited. We all know that. Like, they have a much better receiving core than he had in Chicago. That is very true. Very true. Um, and, And I think the saving grace may be that Pittsburgh historically has built their teams on playing defense and running the ball. So they're not going to ask way too much of him, but at the end of the day, it's still a cold weather city. He's got, again, you know, mediocre to weak, frankly, limited, limited arm. Um, And I just, you know, you know, I love him. You know, I do. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about him, but you know, he thicker than a snicker and fine, and 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 he he looks like he he can cook he can cook old country meal. He's from North Carolina. And he know how to smack that ass. Sorry, gays, <laughs> it's, it's partially a gay show. This is what happens. 
Don't act like you don't act like you would let him smack that ass one good time. Or several. <laughs> well, whatever it is, you know, I watch. <laughs> but I'm not, but as far like I told you before, and I've said it, I said it once, I said it again. He can lay his head on my pillow, but he can't throw a ball from my team. <laughs> Every time he get ready to go drop back to pass, you close your eyes. <laughs> right, right. Now, do I? I mean, you know, but it's gonna be. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to watch. But I mean, I've I put him in my crash test dummy category a long time ago. We know who he is. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, and you know that you're going to plan around him, not through him. Um, but also though, are they a better team now than they were last year with Ben Roethlisberger? Absolutely. So, you know, even if he is a temporary placeholder until you make a more, uh, more permanent decision about a quarterback to build your team around, which is probably the smart thing to do because they do develop quarterbacks. I mean, they, they're not known for being a part of the carousel. They've got stability in the organization is well run. Um, so, you know, what's that? I, you know, I think that they'll be, I think they'll be formidable. Um, it'd be interesting to see if he can get them to the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to, they're not going to crash and burn. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Well, we shall see. Um, I think that they're in for, like I said, if they can get him the right tutelage and shit like that, then I think we, we probably are good. Uh, Mitch just need a better training than Matt Nagy. Let's just yeah. be realistic. Yeah. And Mike Tomlin may be the quarterback whisperer. Who in the fuck knows? I mean, I know I think, you know, Mike Tomlin himself is not the quarterback whisperer, but he is smart enough to bring people on that, that can't develop him. That's one thing I will say about him is there's a reason why he's never had a losing season. He's a good administrator. He's obviously an experienced head coach, so he knows if he can't do it, he knows to bring people in that can. So. Mm-hmm. So I think, like I said, it's plausible that's possible. Um, yeah. Let me just say this. Kirk Cousins is the most un- overpaid quarterback of this century. Oh, gosh. I have never seen him a man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Never mind. I'm kidding. We're going to talk about, about it now. now. We can talk about it now. <laughs> I have never seen a motherfucker. Do less for Mo. The Vikings turned around and gave him Mo money. For what, ladies and gentlemen? I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm confused. (laughs) I'm thoroughly confused. Uh, uh, Thirty-five million (laughs) dollars. (laughs) <laughs> ain't won Super Bowl <laughs> oh, barely man. gets a winning record I mm, mm, I mean mm, Kirk Cousins if there is a president of my uh, crash test dummy category it is Kirk Cousins but for the life of me I just don't understand Maybe he's got some kind of private investigator that he keeps on staff full time, just collect like you know blackmail shit against everybody because they just steady throwing contracts at him. I just don't understand. I don't. I I legit when I saw that I said, "Am I dreaming? Something is wrong." I don't understand. 
Somebody tell me something. I don't know. I just want to say that and get it out of the way. Now, as we also know, Carson Wentz is now the new starting quarterback. Who? Carson, you lasted one year, baby. I just don't. I guess Indianapolis didn't see it, but I guess the Washington, I'm so tired of saying this out loud because I like the football team better, but we just going to say it. The Washington Commanders. I'm calling it a Washington football team. I don't give a fuck. That's a it was stupid. I, you had so many better options and you went with the commanders. Like, I, like whatever. Anyways, continue. <laughs> he is now the starting quarterback of <laughs> uh, just my blessings. <laughs> mm. <laughs> of the Washington football team. I Mm, I'm trying to find the exact words that I want to say. I don't think that this is going to work either. Well, yeah. (laughs) I don't. It's it's Carson Wentz. It's like, it's it's like, you know, you remember that, that very famous bit, it's probably a very bad reference, but it's a, it's the only analogy that comes to mind. Where Bill Cosby was talking about how you know if you you know you love a, a nice, well cooked, seasoned steak and potatoes and this beautiful meal and it looks good, and it smells good, and like it's got all the fixings, and then you serve it to somebody on top of a gas a, a, a trash can cover. That is Carson Wentz. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All of the intangibles are there. He looks like an NFL quarterback. When he shows flashes of his brilliance, he can be NFL quarterback. But we've seen it. We know, you know that you can't trust him. You know what's going to happen under pressure. It's questionable whether he's going to stay healthy. Apparently, I mean, there's, there's plenty, plenty of reports at this point to suggest that he's, he's, he's not very coachable and he has a bad attitude. Why? I mean, if you're looking at as a placeholder, maybe, but they paid him like a starting quarterback. So I, I, I think they would have been better off with that young guy that they played with last year. What's his name? Uh, Alinky or Tyler Henneke? Tyler Henneke, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. At least the fans liked him. Now y'all got, uh, I just don't. I don't understand it. I, I, anyhow. Um, no, after that meltdown, they had, after that meltdown that he had against the Colts in, in game 18, you know, with the Colts against the Jaguars in game 18 last year, they ran him out of town. They were like, no, but we're not going to do this again. That was the game. <laughs> to get, all you had to do was win and you were in the playoffs. <laughs> the Jaguars. Yeah, that game. You All you had to do was win that game and you was in the playoffs. The 2 and 14 Jaguars. With a rookie quarterback. <laughs> yeah. That's all you had to do. At Two home. Was it at home? I think yeah, it was at home. It was at home. At, at home. <laughs> Nationally televised, by the way. They put it on TV. <laughs> Jaguars ain't had a nationally televised game at all. You know it's bad when they let your ass walk out the door and it looks like the rumor has it, the, the reports have been like they're going to pick up Gardner Minshew. As your replacement. Right. You know it's bad. 
<laughs> oh, look. Oh, bless him. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Children, children, children. Um, yeah, I just, I think that that was a interesting move. The NFC East is, let me say this. I'm also say this too. Dallas, you're in trouble, girl. Molly, <laughs> you're in danger, girl. <laughs> I don't, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is happening there either. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if the dementia is setting in over on Jerry's world. I don't know. So, for those of you that missed it, Amari Cooper was traded to the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Who at this point, quarterback situation is in the air. He don't know who the fuck he's catching from because Baker may be subject to being pieced out for a third-round draft pick. <laughs> Just saying. Um <coughs> Y'all have been I hope this is not too much, but it's the podcast. It's whatever. Baker reminds me of that joke Samora made when she says, it's okay if you don't have a big dick. Hey, shout. But don't come with a big dick man's conversation. Baker Mayfield comes with a big dick man's conversation. I mean, when in reality, he's He's just a motherfucker a note. Right. He's short, he's slow, and he's got a mediocre to weak arm. Let's just call it what it is. All this stuff about his accuracy and blah, 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 and all that stuff. It's been exposed. We know who he is. This is not Oklahoma. He's not paying against, you know, Texas Tech and Kansas and Kansas State and Iowa anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Those days are gone. I know that he's got a lot of gravitas and bravada, and that's got him a lot of attention and and, and, you know, endorsements and advertisements and all that stuff, whatever the case may be. But I think he just bit off way too much. He can chew with his mouth and putting himself out there like that. And now it's, you know, there are people that still make excuses for him, but it's, it's, it's the, the proof is right there. It, it's, it's there. And this little, did you see the tweet that he sent out? Where it very much sounded like his 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 like goodbye letter to Cleveland. I think yeah. they made it very clear. I mean, he knows. I think he's very well aware that they are actively shopping and looking for people to come in and, and take his place. Um, they're not going to pay him. <laughs> and if they do, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past the Browns because I mean, you know, it's the Browns, but. I, well, there's a report that Jimmy G, big fine ass, may wind up in Cleveland. They're they they want to adult, and you know Kevin Stefanski and them understand, like you just said, that a breakup with Baker Mayfield is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, your days in Cleveland are numbered. Sorry about it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and I Praise think that would be a good landing spot for uh, for Jimmy G. Like, um, you know, like I, I think that'd be that'd be a good spot for him. I mean, of course, you know, you can't trust him either to stay healthy, but he's fun to look at. So, you know, that's always good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I'm gonna say, I, I guess, um, I, mm, it, I mean, you gotta give him credit. Though. I mean, like, I mean, look what he was able to pull off this this past off season. I mean. <laughs> He came within the game of, you know, the NFC Championship. Like, or no, they, I'm sorry. Um, 
But no, yeah, he he went on the road, one 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 of playoff games. Like he's he's capable. The the issue is not so much. I mean, he may not he may not be, you know, at this the elite top of of quarterback talent, but he's very very capable. He just you just can't trust him to stay healthy. And unfortunately, that's just you know one of those things that's part of the game. I don't know why some people just have the injury bug and others don't. But I still think that he's an upgrade and completely worth going after uh, in the face of having to try to make this thing work for Baker Mayfield again. Oh, yeah. No, it's a uh, – I just – we will see. The next few weeks are also tedious and down to um, the wire. Um, it's going to be interesting because there's still some spots available. We still have Jameis Winston left on the board. Um, <laughs> of course, the story of Sean Watson – Uh, what'd you say i said do 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 (laughs) um we still have those things that are definitely going to take us back um i do want to talk about von miller in the six-year 120 million dollars how the fuck is von uh i mean you know i think that that is i think that's a lot of bluster than, than anything, I, I, nobody really expects him to play out a six-year contract. I think it's very clear that he saw an opportunity to be a, a mercenary and go to a contender and try to win another Super Bowl, another Super Bowl, and he took it and good for him. It worked mm-hmm. out for him this time. I mean, this is he got his like he got a second ring this year because he did that. So why not go for a third? Agree. I just. I mean, the Bills are going to be, they are going to be one of the favorites to the come out. The Bills is a destination. Mm-hmm. The Bills is a destination spot, it seems. Motherfuckers are running to Buffalo. Well, I mean, you know, teams see, see, I mean, teams, teams see that slugfest that the Bill, between the Bills and 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 the um, Kansas City Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship. And they see that what it looks like is that we're at the precipice of a changing of the guards. At the very least, like we expect those two teams to to slug it out, and Josh Allen really proved himself to the entire league, and people want to play with him because I think they Absolutely. see that he, I think they see that he's inevitably going to be a quarter a, 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 a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and veterans towards the end of their career that ju- there are just want to be competitive for championships. That's what they do, and hey. And Josh Allen's still cheap. They haven't had to like really break him off yet. So you might as well like strike while the iron's hot. Yep. I agree. So look out, Buffalo. Y'all got y'all might be the it shit next year. Um notice I said might. Well, yeah, I mean that conference is at the AFC is still it's still a gauntlet, but yeah. Also, Chris Godwin got sixty million dollars just now. To stay in Tampa. Okay. I, I, mm. okay. Tom Brady, let's discuss. I'm sorry. I couldn't wait no longer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tried. This, he was my part of the last moment anyway. Fuck it. Why? Why? I know why. You feel like you got something to prove. You didn't want to go out with a bloody lip and I ass whip. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even think it's that deep. I, I frankly think that. I frankly think that he was like, okay, all right, let me go be a dad and let me not piss off Giselle. 
And I think once they realize that, like, they got to spend all that damn time together, <laughs> I think he realized, I don't want to be around these damn kids all the time. And I think also Giselle decided, I don't want to be around you either. <laughs> right. I don't really like, like you like I thought I did. Like, you know what? This ain't what I thought it was going to be. Go play the damn game. Go, go. <laughs> Next, you know, the by the end of that year, they're going to have marital issues. <laughs> She was like, get out the house. Go, go, go. Go now. Go away. <laughs> I don't want to look at you right now. Get out the house. <laughs> she was like, nah, look, nah, pimp. I'm 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 good. I don't want you can go. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I enjoy having time to go and do what the hell I want to do. Like I'm going to shopping. And the kids are used to tearing up the house and doing what the fuck they want to do. And now you home talking about stop, move, come here. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. <laughs> Like look, asking me where I'm, asking me where I'm going and what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> look, 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 Kenny, you messing up feng shui and shit. No, we can't go be able to do this, bro. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? That's cool. Go on and play. The bitch go like the bar. She, he, Tom is fucking up the rhythm of the night, bitch. We ain't gonna be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, pimp, we ain't gonna be able to do this. You're gonna have to go back to work. Play for somebody. I don't give a fuck who. You're gonna stop asking me. Like, you're gonna start asking me about where I'm going and what I'm doing. Like, now, nah, go on, go on back to work. Go, go. It's she cool. get, look, she leave the house at nine. All daughter. Where you going? Who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> That's Giselle. She leave the house to go to brunch and shit. Where you going? Who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> Hair flip. Look over her shoulder. I know you're not talking to me. <laughs> Let me close this door, and I because I know you just not talking. Let me close this fucking door. <laughs> Fuck around, get your feelings hurt. <laughs> look, she probably called Bruce Arians. Like, look, if you don't come get him out this goddamn house, <laughs> you and him go ahead and bond or do something. Call him. <laughs> look, call call your little fat friend Rob back. Y'all do what y'all need to do, but you gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You know that, huh? Well, I'm telling you, that's what happened. I'm telling you, them kids run up up going, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. He's like, uh, no, no, this ain't where it's nah. at. Nope. I think you can take me to school and shit. School's still in session. That was also probably a deal breaker, too. You motherfuckers got to go to school? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, y'all here all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Your mama don't let your mama cook. We, daddy, dad, what we eating tonight? Daddy, nah, I'll pay. <laughs> no way, do you bitches get like 16 or 17 and don't like me anyway? <laughs> Fuck. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's what it was. I don't think it had nothing to do with with with, with, with that because I mean, I, I, I truly think the same thing is going to happen this year, frankly. Like, I mean, oh, they don't they have they're going to get that ass banked. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but they certainly don't have the firepower that they did, you know, last year or the year before, frankly. Um, especially if they can't keep all those pieces on defense. Um, the question, too, a lot of people are asking whether or not Gronk is going to come back, um, which he probably will another time is. But yeah. I know that. I don't know what's keeping that man together. <laughs> good, good. Uh, gorilla glue. <laughs> I don't know what kind of science and voodoo he got strapped to his knees keeping that thing moving, but <laughs> look, good gorilla glue dog like that. His old ass, okay. he, he he looked like Ben Roethlisberger going down the sideline, right? 
<laughs> rocks and shit rolling off him. I, you know what time it is. Ain't nobody got time to play with him. Um, but yeah, I sincerely think that it's just we're just going back for another ass whipper. <laughs> They're gonna make the playoffs. It's a given. If Tom Brady's in there, you're gonna make the playoffs. If for whatever reason you don't, I will be highly shocked. Now, I will say this. If Deshaun Watson lasts in the NFC South, I don't think, especially because you know the New Orleans Saints has your number. I especially if he goes to the Saints, then it's a it's a whole different story for him. Right, it's a whole different story in the NFC South if, if Deshaun Watson goes to the Saints for sure. Because all they lost, all the Saints have lost on defense thus far is Marcus Williams, and like like the original G, my daddy said we tied his fucking ass anyway. He can't catch shit and duck it and Karen. <laughs> You know, my daddy is not a fan of Marcus Williams. He said, well, good, let him go. <laughs> okay. He the reason why we didn't go to the Super Bowl last time. I said, oh, ducking underneath the damn duck. I said, I forgot I get my daddy started. It's it's like a whole new thing. Okay. Um, but, you know, that defense, and and uh, he said, we're going to call our own place. Um, the defense will still be led, will be called by Dennis Allen. I said, why you got two defensive coordinators? I guess he was just, he just, he didn't give a shit. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I think what that is, is you, it's, it's going to be rough in that division. Um, If, if Deshaun heads to New Orleans, um, you know, but, like I said, I still say the Saints gonna whip that ass a few times. That's just me. Um, <laughs> Shocker, just me. You know me. Uh, um, plays no games. Um, still, my boys are black and gold, and we're doing something. Um, but yeah, um, so it's gonna be interesting to watch the rest of the NFL roundup. Uh, we got a few more weeks head to head before the um, the NFL draft, which is in August. I mean April. I'm so sorry. Shit. Um, yeah. We do have that. Um, what what we got now? Oh, where's my notes? Right in front of me. We can talk, let's talk some NBA. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start with the geriatric Lakers, just because everybody's calling them trash and slow and just, just awful. Um, and find the lie. Well, here's a here's what I watched them a few days ago, and this is what told me that LeBron is real over this season and pray he probably prays they don't make it. So he got to pray, <laughs> right? It's gonna happen. He got to pray at this point. I don't even think they're the play. They're a playing team. No, they're not. I don't even think they're New Orleans leads them in the ten spot by four games. Yeah. New Orleans. So I watched. Um, it was Dallas, actually. No, they lead, they lead. They lead the Pelicans by one. But oh, they still, do. Okay, yeah, they're they're still sitting there at the ninth seed. Um, I watched Dallas play the Lakers recently. I watched Dallas go down. I watched the Lakers score. Dallas went down there and scored their way, and it went back and forth for a moment. But then there was this Luka Doncic hit like a a massive three or whatever. LeBron did not even run back to get back on defense, dog. He just stood there and watched it happen. Jokic, Jokic, like, frankly embarrassed them. He had his oh, way. Yeah. 
he had his way with the Lakers. I was watching this. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> y'all really don't. I mean, LeBron checked out a long time ago. I think he's over, he's over having the answer with Russell Westbrook. I think that he's got a lot of egg on his face because he pushed for that. And, you know, I I was very vocal the second that I heard that they were trade that they were going to uh, that they were trading for Russell Westbrook, and I was like, "The fuck!" Like I knew that was, that was a horrible. It was it was the best way I've heard it explained was it was subtraction by addition. They made themselves a worse team by adding him, and I knew that was going to be the case. And I just still, for life of me, I'm like, "In what world did they think that was going to work out?" You and know? now. You know, Russell Westbrook now got the got the nerve to be all up in his feelings because people call him uh, uh, Westbrook, and you know his wife is up there fighting with the with goddamn um, um, Skip Bayless. I'm just like, look, dude, like, you know, I I've always been a critic of what Russell Westbrook well before many people were, just because his game is it, the whole volume shooting thing is a relic. It's just not a thing anymore. And it was predicated on him being the most athletic person on the floor, mm-hmm. but he can't do that anymore. And he's a horrible shooter, but he keeps doing it anyway. And that's the problem that I have with him. Besides the fact that he melts down completely into a pile of rubble late in, in, in playoff games, which is the reason why he's never made a deep run. And this is the person that y'all want to bring in an aging superstar that shoots too much, that can't shoot a three when you needed shooters, which what you really, really needed. And it was just poor moves all, all the way around. And one thing, you know, as much as I am a fan of LeBron, I really am. I'm a big fan of his. Like, this team was a dumpster fire largely because of his influence. They traded all their assets and everything that they needed to bring in all these old players. They thought, I don't know what the hell they were thinking about, you know, Carmelo, you know, Anthony Davis was supposed to be the hope and the shining star for them. The hope but, and mean, the dream of the slaves. Got it. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But he couldn't and was not. Right. Well, he couldn't stay healthy in New Orleans. So I don't know why you thought it would be any different when he got to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, like he showed up after they did win the championship in the bubble. He showed up fat and out of shape. Like, <laughs> so, okay. yeah, they're like LeBron's going to leave. He's going to leave that team in shambles. I think the Lakers brand is going to take a huge hit on this one. Um, They're getting outshined by so many teams in the West. The Clippers are building their own facility next to the uh, SoFi Stadium. Lord knows if they happen to establish themselves as, as, as a contender in the future. But, you know, the Lakers could easily be overshadowed because they're going to have, they're going to be, it's going to take them a long time to, to rebound from this, especially if LeBron leaves, because they traded away all their picks. Like they don't, it's not looking too good for them. It's not. <laughs> and they know it. They do know it. It's, it's just so, uh, it's so weird to watch. Um, and the, the dysfunction and the discommunication and the, I said, Oh, okay. Well, I'll see y'all on the flip side. Speaking of the flip side, though, Nikolai Jokic is now have scored 10,000 points. It's, no, 100,000. Sorry. Mm. 100,000? That's not true. No, 10,000. <laughs> like, Sorry, 10,000 points. <laughs> I was like, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, 10,000 points. And I, listen, that man is a force and a beast. 
he's a special player. I said, you know, I've got, I had a chance to see him play live and he just pops. Like he just looks different than everybody else on the court. And that was even including like Trey young. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he, if he's going to commit to his body. So I don't know how well that's going to continue to hold up, but for the time being, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's quite the force to be reckoned with. Um, I mean, they're still sitting there like, you know, at number four, you know, in, in number four seed. Uh, but, I mean, you know, the Phoenix Suns just continue to be this ridiculous force. Damn Booker, honey. It's so crazy because they're so good, but yet they're just not talked about. Like, we talk, you know, everybody's super excited now about the Golden State Warriors because Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson are on the court for the first time since what, like, uh, I want to say 2019 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's been a while. I mean, I've been that quite that long. But, you know, everybody's talking about them, and, and, and as they should, because, as I said, like, they are scary good. And, you know, all three of them start hitting on all cylinders. I mean, that, you know, they could definitely challenge the Suns. The Grizzlies are very good as well. You know, they. The Without, West, and John Morant isn't playing right now. He's injured. Well, you know, that's, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll speak briefly about John Morant because while I really do enjoy his game, he's extremely exciting to watch. It's fun to watch. Um, I don't think he's going to age well. I don't think it's going to hold up. He he reminds me a lot of Derrick Rose. Uh-huh. Where, yeah, he reminds me a lot of Derrick Rose, where his game is like it's explosive. You know, he I think he's leading the league in scoring in the paint as a guard, which is ridiculous these days. Um, but that being said, he's little. Like. He's not a he's not a big guy. Like I, I want to say, like he's like he like he might be one hundred and seventy five pounds. <laughs> yeah, true. That like and that so, so it's not it's not surprising to me that he's injured. And I, I bet that we can we can expect more of that from him. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I just say you know I just I don't know like I, I haven't I haven't bought in one hundred seventy four pounds. He is six three, one hundred seventy four pounds. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you, I, I think you just strike while the iron's hot while he's on this street, but I mean, he's only 22, but like I said, I just don't, I, I don't know. Because Derrick Rose came out, set this league on fire. He won that MVP that one year at the Bulls. And then he had that one knee injury. He was never the same afterwards. And he became a right. Absolutely. I, yeah. I remember that. Um, Let's talk about crazy for a second. Um, as we know, he dropped 60 points yesterday. Uh, Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. I, I got to give it to him. I've never seen Kyrie Irving play. I mean, that was like the game of his career. It was absolutely right. insane. It was mm-hmm. efficient from the, from, from the mid-range, like finishing at the, at, at the hoop, three-pointers, absolutely insane. And I feel like, I, I feel like maybe he has something to prove. Um, but this, the scary thing to think about are the Nets establishing themselves as the favorite if they can have uh, a healthy Kyrie and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant come to playoffs. Mm-hmm. Assuming, assuming that 
Kyrie can actually play if they have to go to Toronto, which is a big if, because you know Canada don't play that with the no. But I mean, are they are they really just you know are they telling the Bucks like, hey, we're coming for your things? Um, I. I I personally am not a believer because I just don't know that you can trust either one of them. Well, I changed that. I don't think you can trust Kyrie Irving, but Kevin Durant at 100% if he gets there, that's formidable enough. Um, if both of them are a- able to. Now, of course, there's only one basketball on the court at any time. So, I mean, but we forget that Kevin Durant, I think in with uh, Kyrie's 60 points, I think Kevin Durant still had what? Uh, was it 30? Yep. Yeah, I think he still had 30 points. I mean, regardless of <laughs> regardless of even if it was the Orlando Magic he scored it against, 150 to 108 is absolutely insane. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely insane. I said, well, look, I said, well, go ahead, Big Daddy, show out. Okay. You still crazy as hell, but I mean, right. you feel hey. that shit, but gone and show up and show out. <laughs> shit, I don't. I'm with you when you're right. I mean, they, fuck the fuck the uh, vaccination. Go on and shoot some basketball, I guess. And God knows what's gonna happen with Ben Simmons if he like. Well, they're hoping he'll come back for a few games before the playoffs. I mm, we're gonna pray about it. I mean, it's just it's it's like that it's like that movie Perfect Storm. It's like mm-hmm. you got three really weird, eclectic, narcissistic, bizarre weirdos that if if they decide that you know what we're just going to show up and play the best that we can in the playoffs, who's going to beat them? That part. <laughs> like, like, Who's going to outscore them? Look, you got a point there, Pearl. (laughs) When you don't need Ben Simmons to shoot the ball because you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie, so you got somebody Mm -hmm. who can defense and distribute who wants to do that grunt work, it could be be scary good. I can't wait to see it. But again, they all all three of them batshit, so who knows? Excuse me. I cannot wait to see it, honey. Trust I care. Um... Also, let me say this, and I want everyone to understand I'm a Pelicans fan through and through, but those boys are going to make some noise going forward. Um, The reason why I say that, when I say going forward, it may not be this season. I know it for a fact it won't. But with Brandon Ingram, CJ said it best, and hes I didn't know he was the president of the uh, the Players Association. I didn't know that. he sent a notice design saying, if you don't want to be here, don't help us make it great. I said, oh. Well, good for I'm him. But Zion, has, but Zion has pretty much made it all but clear that he don't want to be there no more. Well, fat ass, he shouldn't have to date. Fat ass shouldn't have to play if that's the case. Uh, don't do your thing with your, with your foot. You, ain't, you have not done shit in three years. Three. Not done nothing to me. And he did nothing to get fatter. Right. And but every time somebody talks about New York, you light up. Well, go there because they ain't going to the playoffs either. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't going to the playoffs either. 
Um, but Will, Willie Green is putting together these boys, and they are playing the ass. I've been to like four or five games recently. Let me just say, watching Giannis, ooh, Giannis, Lord have mercy, he finally, ooh, just big and Lithuanian. I don't even, I'm, Greek, anyhow, Greek, Greek. Just, I, I left it for a second. I had to come back. His name is Ante Decompo. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Tony Herbert, those boys are actually showing up and showing out. Like I said, and they stay in games. But if they get on a roll, they get on a roll. And that, like I said, CJ McCollum wanted to be in New Orleans. I'm uh, so pleasantly surprised by him. He has really right. stepped out. And he loves those boys. He talks about like when you when he talks about them, he talks about them with with like these are my dudes. Like we're gonna make it work. Um his extension wanna remain in New Orleans. So with that being said, like I said, I just wanted to point out that those boys are playing their ass off. Um hopefully they'll even make a play in because if they make a play in in Willie Green's first season, listen, I ain't even mad. Well, well right, right now they're sitting at the tenth spot, I think. Yeah. No, they're not. No, yeah, they are. See, they're in the play-in. Yeah, they are so. in the play-in. So, like I said, Brandon Ingram is due back. They lost the last game. But, hey, listen, they hung with Phoenix for as long as they technically could. Um, you know, Phoenix is a force. We all know that. Um, so, it's not like you can you can run out and go toe-to-toe with Phoenix. You got to get them early. Um, but did you see the game the other day between the Bucks and the Jazz? Which you know somebody's coming out of the MVP of the league. If it ain't if it ain't Jokic again, um, that game was great. And I look like I said that may be an NBA championship matchup. Um, or like I said, the Nets. I would love to see the Nets and the Suns in the in the in the championship. That's gonna be that would be a fucking good series. Yeah, it's it is it is just like you know the the NFL is real deep. It's difficult. Excuse me, the NBA is real difficult because I'm looking at because the Western Conference is going to be a gauntlet between the Suns, the Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavs, and Jazz. And don't sleep on the Nuggets, even though um what's his name um uh, Jamal Murray in his thing. Yeah, oh my baby. Yeah, yeah, but he's injured again, unfortunately. But um, the Western Conference is going to be a gauntlet. But uh, but again, <clears throat> um, I'm curious to see because you know nobody's talking about the Miami Heat, who are secretly still sitting up there at number one seed. On swag daddy, yeah, swag, swag daddy, right, huh? swag daddy got them playing. You know, I mean, they they you know, and they, you know, they seem to have the Bucks number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Celtics have emerged as somebody to discuss. Um, Jason Tatum seems to have gotten his act together. He put on a little weight, you know, put on a little muscle. Like, so it's going to be a very interesting run up to the playoffs for sure. Oh, absolutely. And look, I'm that bitch that's looking forward to it, to be honest. You know, I love yeah. a good – I love a good uh, playoff. Um also, as we know, we need to see next week. Check on your friend and see if he's available. It's you know what time it is. It is March Madness, and well, I was still thinking about that. Yeah, I was going to talk to uh, Mike and, and our, our our resident uh, um, March Madness expert, our um, gambling our gambling degenerate friend. He listens to the show, so he knows it's coming. But yeah, our gambling degenerate friend. Um, because the only reason he knows it, because you know, because he puts money on all that stuff. Absolutely, so. and the you know the first four have been played, um, but you know everything starts on tomorrow. 
Um, so definitely I, I would love to have him on. Um, what, do we have any other NBA really quickly before I move on? Uh, no. I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Really quickly, America. I, as we, we try not to be political, but this moment, because I feel as though there's a moment of something in the air that I, that I can't put my finger on. I'm referring to Brittany Griner, who plays in Russia, um, but at this moment cannot be found. Um, we all know currently she is a Phoenix Mercury player. Um, but of course, during their off time to go make some extra coins, she plays in Russia, has been doing so for some years. Everyone take a moment and think about that for a second. Yeah. Just whatever you think about, whatever you do, this is somebody's child. She's somebody's wife. Um, but somebody's she's mother. No, right. She it's is nowhere to be. There was communication with her at some point. She was arrested. Um, but right now, she is nowhere to be found. Um, and that, that hurts a little bit because, you know, she was just over there making a dollar as women, men who go overseas to play, they do. Um, and because of what's going on in our nation and our, our world, should I say, um, she is caught up in that and that sucks. Nothing. She has nothing to do with the Ukraine, the nothing. (laughs) Um, but somehow or another, she is missing. Um, here at Who That Rises Up, uh, you know, those that listen, um, you know, come across it or whatever. Um, we do pray for a safe return. Um, who knows the mental take it will take on her? You know, we all talk about mental health here. Um, it is it is a real thing. Um, and when you are in that predicament, God in heaven knows what your mind is going through. I just know that. She is one hell of a basketball player. And as Kenny said earlier, she is somebody's mama. She's somebody's wife. All of those things wrapped into one. So we just want to take a moment and just, you know, let it be known that there's a there's a time and a place for everything. And for her to be arrested in something she had nothing to do with is crazy. Just think about well, that. It, 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 it's what's, what's scary is that... Um, I think that a big part of the reason why she is being kept under wraps is that Russia is is increasingly isolating themselves from the outside world and becoming more and more like a North Korea type of dictatorship military state. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is there's likely a situation where they don't want her to be able to come to the United States and share things that she's seen. You add on top of the increased hostility, the ever-increasing hostility in Russia over the last couple of years towards our LGBTQ plus community with this, you know, gay propaganda, you know, law that they passed a couple of years ago. And of course, you know, Brittany Griner, you know, you can't hide City Hall. She's clearly queer. Right. Um, 
And I'm pretty sure, I think she had top surgery in a, a couple years ago as well. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm almost certain of that too. Yeah, I don't think she claims trans or she identifies as trans. If she does, she doesn't do it publicly. But at any, at, at any rate, it just makes her a, a visible target. You're talking about a woman who's, oh, I think she's 6'8". Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and so I, for that reason, I truly fear for her because she's a woman of color, clearly queer, masculine presenting in a country that is openly hostile towards queer people and in the middle of this international disaster war situation in a country that is looking to isolate itself and control propaganda and a narrative it's it's scary and for the life of me i don't i'm i'm glad that the black the uh the black caucus in congress has finally stepped up and started putting pressure on joe biden to 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 start addressing this issue because it's going to take some diplomatic intervention to figure to get to the bottom of this because you know left to their own devices russia will hold on to her until they're ready to let her go if at all which is scary and yeah like so like you said you know she, our thoughts and prayers are with her i pray for herself return her safe return um and i can't i just can't imagine the the you, the, the what she's going through right now. So we just, we just pray to hope that she's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on a lighter note, before we get to the rant, um, hopefully next week when we come back to you guys, we will have some exciting news. I won't tell you what it is. Um, we will have some exciting news for you guys. I've been working on it with Kenny. Um, we are thoroughly excited to add this dimension to our podcast, you know, more visible, more ways to see us, um, things of that nature. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but let's just say that vision is everything. Um, and visibility is too. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, we've been doing this for today makes season number four. And I'm excited to see if we can add that other dimension and make it do what it do. Cause hearing us is one thing. Maybe we're a whole different ball game, as you've seen on live. So just wanted to give you guys a little tidbit of, you know, that little little, little corn nugget, as they say. <laughs> and, uh, and give that to you guys. Um, but as always, we've brought it back for season four. You guys love it. I definitely enjoy it because sometimes she gets she goes on and she might get slightly mad. And if sometimes she's drunk, it just goes on. Uh <laughs> I am talking about my dear sister and my favorite moment of the show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys, gays, and all things in between, including those that listen and like to send us messages and go, hey, you bitches have been missing. Um, Kenny's rant. (laughs) Well, uh, all right. So I had two, one sports related, one is not. I'll go briefly to the sports related one because we already touched on it a bit. But yeah, Kurt Cousins, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> what the entire she, fuck she's like, a well-paid hoe honey like that that's got to be the luckiest bullshit i've ever seen i'm like you talk about like you know just what you know what it would be like to be a white straight man in this country for just one day that part if you had a picture of it it'd be kirk cousins <laughs> that part i don't know what he's saying to these people I don't know what kind of sacrifice that he's doing of, of, of small children or whatever he prays to, but 
I, the fact this man continues to get opportunity opportunity after opportunity for being horribly mediocre is beyond me. But you know what? Hey, for any Vikings fans that maybe listen to us, sucks for you because you're going to have to spend another season looking up at the Green Bay Packers and wondering what happened yet again. And I know y'all tired of that, but hey, I don't know what to tell you. Because- <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> because I don't know what to tell you because that's exactly what they just could sentence you to for another season. So mm-hmm. enjoy that beautiful, enjoy that beautiful stadium, y'all. And, uh, don't, and don't complain to me. Write a letter. <laughs> Not write a letter. <laughs> yeah. That bitch say write a letter. That's so rude. Oh god. But true. Uh, <laughs> uh and my non-sports related one, very quickly. Tyler Perry. Can you oh, just no. can you please just stop this stop this stop this bullshit just come out? Did you watch the movie? I regret gr- regrettably watched that movie and wasted <laughs> an hour and fifty minutes of my life. I don't know what led me to do it. Uh, of course, it was the same old tired, trite, you know, lazy, awful writing, bad acting, no character development, silly, stupid. I mean, when Brown <laughs> set itself on fire, bitch, I ain't gonna lie, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I was like, you got this man rolling around in the front yard on fire. Like, I just, uh, and that, that, that half ass attempt to try to tell a queer story. I just save it. Save it. I did understand. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Here is here is the grovelment of the rant though. Tyler Perry took Netflix's money, threw together some bullshit movie, all because he wanted to live his Beyonce fantasy out for that last 20 minutes, that last 15 minutes on his Beyonce. Yeah, his, his Netflix spoof of Beyonce's homecoming Coachella performance. That's all he wanted to do. That's it. He wanted to put on a wig and play Beyonce. And that's the only reason why he did that entire movie. And you could tell he was living his best life. Girl, what, man? <laughs> I was like, Even from was, the rehearsals, bitch. <laughs> I was like, that, that was the part that really set me off. I was like, you doing the rehearsals and everything. You spent all your budget on this movie, on this, on this, on this, on this in the credits part so you could play Beyonce. That is it. <laughs> That is it. <laughs> Stop the foolishness. Just come out. Just come on out. Just come out. It's fine. Like you're, you're the worst. You're the worst kept secret on the face of this earth. Just Ain't come you out. later. Ain't you later. Just come out. Just do. Just do full time drag. We know that's what you want to do. Don't give me no bullshit about retiring Medea because you know that's what you love to do. Put on a wig, but you got a good lace. Girl, that's what makes her money. She'll right. make her money otherwise. Well, listen. No, he makes he makes plenty of money off all his other like, silly, stupid shows like Sisters and Bruh and Not Me Brown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You ain't like he he got that sitcom on BT. It's called Bruh. I I've seen it. I refuse to watch it. Bitch, it's called Bruh. Yeah. No, I refuse to watch that. I ain't seen Sisters. I've not seen any of those. All I know is that all I know is that you just wanted to put on your uh, put on a good lace front and live your best life. So I just say, just do that. Just do it. We, look, bitch, we living in 2022. The, the gays, they wish they care about your wig and shit. Come on out and play, honey. Right. Come on out. Just come on out. Just go ahead. Be a grand marshal of somebody's pride parade. Get, you know, get on stage, flip your hair, have a good time. Just do it. You know. <laughs> I like Nike, bitch. Right. At the, at the very least, if you did that, I could still stand for you. But at the, as it stands right now, it's just like you just make me itch. 
<laughs> he does. He makes my head hurt. Like, but you know, that's it. That's it. You know, just come on out. I will say that I will say that part when he was doing when he was spoofing the uh the rehearsals for the Coachella thing, especially yeah. that one part when he had like you know the black outfit and that long. Oh my god, yeah. And I knew exactly what part he was doing. I admittedly openly cackled at that part. I, I did think that was hilarious. But the only reason I was it was hilarious because he was being his authentic queer ass self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's what made it funny. <laughs> I said, get it. I said, baby, she wanted to be, she, Beyonce, honey, she could have, you know, she could have paid Beyonce a good, some money to come show herself for 10 seconds. Yeah, now. So, I don't know if he, I don't know, if, you know, I don't know if he, he got that kind of money. I guess he is a billionaire now, but. You know, you, you know Beyonce, she's expensive, honey. Expensive. Okay. expensive. Listen, listen, if you're going to get Queen B to show up, then you can play on a TV screen for ten seconds. Right. That's why they ain't got her. That's why they never had her on Drag Race. They can't afford her. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> And she ain't the look. She ain't doing no free favors either. We ain't got time for all that. Honey. We got bills. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got bills and shit. We ain't got time for all of that. I was surprised they were able to get get uh the pay to be able to use that song, her song Sugar Mama. Right. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, they they were able to afford that. Okay. All right. She was feeling she was feeling generous. Just generous. <laughs> she said, I'll give you that one. You know, the mama was feeling generous, honey. She was in she was in her feelings. Right. She's she's giving them like she'll give them a Destiny's Child or something like that. But I think I want to say I, that, that's the first time I've seen them do one of her solo songs on the yeah, show. Me too. Me too. So, but yeah, it was a I honestly watched it. It was a lot happening, as always in a Tyler Perry movie. It's a lot, it's real busy. Um, but you know, when it was at the Red Lobster, you know, that I will say that was one of my funnier moments, you know, when she quoted Cardi B. Oh, yeah, that was another part that she did again. That was just no one she wanted to do. She wanted to come out with the Whopper and then do her thing. (laughs) You just want to come out and be like I said, be a drag queen, go do your thing. You knew all the words, yeah, Um, of course, it does, please. So, but I, I do understand, you know, Tyler Perry likes to sometimes make a, make a mockery, like make a mockery out of Negroes. <laughs> Tends to do that from time to time. Um, but this play with this movie was also based off that play. She, when she originally said Medea was over, that's on BT. It was based off of that. Um, it's based off of every, every single joke that she had in a movie is something that she's done before. Right. It was predictable. It was awful. It's just got awful. Like, like it's just, it's just bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just can't give her well, anything. You're on a, like look, when you're on a date and you just happen to come across it on Netflix and turn it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was on. When I, said, I, don't watch that. I really don't. <laughs> Girl. It's a damn shame. Well, Jordan Curdy, I guess if you if you want to take a waste hour and 45, 50 minutes of your life, go on and do your thing. Yeah. Just don't, just, just don't tell me about it because you know what I'm you know how I feel now. So <laughs> you know. You, you know your other sister, Dantasia, she didn't like it either. She, you know, she can't stand Tyler Perry. <laughs> she can't stand Tyler Perry. But she Nobody said the exact same thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> she she said the same thing you say though. She thought really, but she was just stop trying to make gay a thing and on on his show and just tell us he gay so we can all just go. Oh, okay, girl, we knew that. Right. I'll open. I'll, I'll look. I will. I will, I will welcome her with open arms. Just, just come on. Just, just do it. Like commit. Look, just do it, girl. It's all right. It's just come commit. on. It's all right. Look, we got money and water and shit too. <laughs> right. All gays ain't broke, bitch. We get it. Um. 
But yes, children, we are back live in color. And well, as you can see, still crazy as hell. <laughs> you know it. We may have been gone for about two weeks, I think it was. Two, three weeks. About two, weeks. three weeks. About as, two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah as y'all can see, Mardi Gras happened. It was a blast. I don't remember much of it. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. I don't remember much of it. Yeah, I was a Mardi Gras girl. I was lit like your Christmas tree, my Christmas tree, probably six others, bitch. And it was only nine o'clock in the morning. So go figure. Uh, <laughs> so bitch, when I know when I went home at seven, what 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 look, bitch, the, the the lights wasn't on in the attic at all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um but yes, we are back, children. We have missed each and every one of you that listened to us. We we've missed each other, but we are career women, so we've gotten that out the way, but we are back and live and in charge. Um, hopefully next week we will have, like I said, we'll have some news, but we also have Mike on to discuss the first round because it will have passed by that point. But going forward, we will have that. Um, hopefully some more interesting NFL news. Um, and of course, baseball is back in effect, but you know, we'll have some more of that interesting news and tell y'all where my ex baby daddy, Freddie Freeman gone. I guess I just have to go and let that go. Yeah, it's, it's coming, it's happening. We need also pick a game uh, do another game at Truist uh, Park. Yeah, because I want to cry and shit and look at the band and hold hands and carry on. It's all, you know, I like all I that was kind of... To, I, was, I was thinking about trying to go to opening day, but I won't be out of town. Yeah, you know, I like all that kind of foolishness and carrying on. So, and the, they're coming back for the Memorial Day tournament. I said, no, ma'am, I'm going to be on a boat. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I ain't gonna be able to do it. They say, why not? They, we, I was, we, our queen of Ursula can't, we can't play without it. I said, well, girl, y'all might have to learn, honey, because I won't be there. Y'all can talk to Jesus about that. I ain't gonna be able to do it. <laughs> I'll talk to Jesus, honey. Carnival said, I get back on the boat. Fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> Peace out. Okay. Um, so, on behalf of myself, y'all know me. I'm the, the wild and crazy, yet, yet, yet lovely. And 43, by the way. She's had a birthday. Uh, um, Gwen and my good sister, um, very well spoken, much educated, but still, you know, she likes her, she likes her libations, honey, but she can do what she do. Um, okay. Madam Kenny Ray, we are back with season four. We're gonna have a lot of fun this season. Um, because yeah, you know yeah. we will have a blast, especially if one of our outlets come out. Um, but we will have a definite blast. But as we always tell you guys, and we will keep it going because it is our thing and it makes us happy. Sports is for everybody including you. Good night, everybody. Good night, love. Bye. All right, bitch, that was cute.